And if you do things like change the laws to prevent the oil companies from making money, you just screwed your 401k retirement. Congratulations. And and so I I hope that with the elections we get a change. I'm not optimistic about it. In the next 20 years, if we don't do anything about where things are going currently, then this talk about planning for retirement, the talk about where what our lives are going to be like could be for nothing. Sarcastic, witty, and not afraid to mix it up. Pop open a cold one and welcome to Three Dad Bods. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean. We decided to make this one a very nice and peaceful episode full of peace, joy, and happiness, and love oh and joy God. towards our whole community. Welcome because to Three Dad Bods! was awesome yesterday! You're fired, Brent! <laughs> what a day of football yesterday, man. Yeah. I'm calm because my adrenaline was building up on that. You know, what a day of football, man. Holy cow. It was a good day of football. You know what? It was kind of funny, too. It was one of these games that kind of got under the radar yesterday because it wasn't on ESPN. Well, it was. You'd have to go to ESPN 3 or the Big Ten Network. but The Ocho? I, <laughs> I watched the last five minutes, uh, well, it was highlights, of the Minnesota-Northwestern game. And it was it was a little crazy because Northwestern, or uh, Minnesota. Minnesota won that, didn't they? Minnesota won, weren't they? They were up 31-10. Didn't they win? They were up with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It was crazy. They didn't yeah. win? Minnesota no, didn't win. It went to overtime. Yeah. Like, I mean, Northwest, Minnesota North, has no defense, and is, uh, yeah, Northwestern North, won. Northwestern's in the Big Sky, aren't they? Aren't, they? I, I I thought they were. Hey, Sean, uh, what happened to your ghosts? Man, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I losing to any Big Ten team sucks, of course, but I really, really, really hate losing to Northwestern. I really hate it. It, it drives like me crazy. That's like the gimme. Isn't that the check mark on the schedule? Not really. Um, you know they. Yeah, it's a gimme game. I mean, Pat Fitzgerald, he's not there now, but he's he did a really good job coaching Northwestern. So I, I don't know. I used to work with the guy who played uh, wide receiver for Northwestern. Um, <laughs> he was a great, great guy. I love, I love that guy. Name is name is Kunle. Um. It, he and I used to have just the greatest talks about football, and he would come in after a Northwestern win and drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, we just we, we kind of ambushed you, Sean, on purpose before you came <laughs> on today because we knew you'd be sen- a little sensitive about that. But, no, there were some other great games. Um I mean, we'll get over the Cougars and the Utes. The Utes uh, won, which was good, but looked really boring doing it. I mean, they really shut down the offense after the second half. The only thing I saw from that game and the only highlight I ever saw was that pick six from the very first play, and then from there it just Mm -hmm. looked like it was just a – I mean, look, we say boring, but 
the Utes held UCLA to seven points. And Chip Kelly is known for that spread it out offense. The I mean, he high, he sure. throws it, hucks it. They they put points up, and in well, their credit, he, they held them to seven points. Well, here, other than here, that, it's here, really boring. Here's the way to look at it if you're a U fan. Knowing that in any game, your defense could throttle right. throttle down the other team. <clears throat> I mean, that's got to give you confidence. And, and I think that's why Kyle's like, hey, I didn't need it, the offense in the second half. I mean, he's a, he's a freshman. He doesn't really know what he's doing yet. I don't want to screw up his confidence. And we've got Cam coming off the bench when we need when we really need him. Because right now, they really haven't needed him yet, Right. They're going to. Well, you could say that. They're going to. Yeah. And they're four and zero. But I, I don't. I, I don't think going forward it's going to play out too well. Who who do they play next week? They they are they're on the road to Oregon State, right? And then they have an off week. So yeah, who is not uh, an easy team? I mean, isn't it crazy that my the, guess that the the last year of existence for this conference they. The Pac-12 is probably the best conference in football right now. They might be. They might be. Oh, my gosh. Oregon looks like the best. Oregon and Washington. Washington Washington looks looks great. Oregon looks great. USC, as much as you hate them, they're top four team right now. Washington Uh, State, for crying out loud. Utah will be top ten. Washington State has been good. Everybody except for Cal and Stanford. And Arizona State. Arizona State. Well, well, I mean, last night they were in it with the... Arizona State can't its way out of a paper bag. Yeah, Arizona State didn't look too bad against USC. They really didn't. I mean, they lost, yes, but... Okay, let's talk about Dion's Humble Pie uh, session in Eugene yesterday. Holy cow, did they get walloped. What we saw was an experienced Oregon team. Bo Nix yeah. is the real deal. Like, yeah. he, he really is yeah. the big deal. And, and I think all week long, they were like, who the fuck do they think they are? They come mm-hmm. in here with their tout and their stout and their clicks, as he was saying in his in his speech. You know, they, they go for clicks. We go for wins. And <laughs> if you think you're going to go into Eugene with your hype and your – you know, swatter and everything like that. And, and one of the things was like earlier in the week uh, on Friday, one of these sports shows was mocking Oregon and, and saying, you know, how can you make a Heisman candidate a 21 point underdog? You know, well, at halftime, it was 35 nothing, and, and Oregon's head coach is saying, we're not done yet. We're not satisfied. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, I, I, I as a Cougar fan, felt the wrath of Oregon last year and uh, at their home home stadium. Now, the question is, does Oregon play as well on the road? And they don't. But, I mean, what tests other than the Utes do they have this year in conference? That's going to be a tough game for them. Uh, that's going to be a great game, actually. Uh, don't I, sleep fan, on Oregon State. That. Don't sleep on Washington. Washington is very good. Yeah, Washington those, both is those teams. very very good. They smoke. <laughs> they have Michigan a lot of State. motivation, don't they? Oh yeah, they did. They're the only. And, and, the you, and Washington, the Washington's keeping quiet. They're just like, just 
They'll come to us, Mm -hmm. guys. They'll come to us, boys. And when they come to us, they will leave knowing what they come to. You know. All right. My Cougs Cougs, uh, got a dose of reality. Played their first Big 12 game. uh, Coughed the ball up uh, two or three times and a couple interceptions. Well, I think they turned it over three times total. One fumble, two interceptions. And they were still in it. They still can't run the damn ball. They were still in it. I mean – they're they're competing. That's good. I mean, Kansas is a decent team. I wouldn't call them a great team. Um, Arkansas actually almost upset LSU, so I guess that win against Arkansas was a little better. Call. I'll yeah. I'll tell you about Kansas State. the The little apple, the little apple. That's what uh-huh. they call I'm it. Talking about Kansas, Kansas or Kansas Manhattan? State? No, Kansas State. Okay. Yeah, which one? Manhattan Kansas State. Go. The little apple. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they play it. They play in Manhattan, Kansas. It is a yep. small town of about 3,500 people. And then college yeah, comes small. to town and you add the Yeah, it's a very small town. It's in the it, middle it's, of Kansas. It's not by any large city at all. It is in the middle of It's the nowhere. worst. So <laughs> when, you go, when you go to Manhattan <clears throat> at nighttime, it's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. That that is a hard place to play, especially at nighttime. Night games are always difficult to play on the road, and it's not an easy place to play. There's a lot of tradition in that place. Well, I saw a lot of cowboy hats at both games, in both the Kansas game and the Kansas State game. There's a lot of farmers in that area, aren't there? (laughs) So is is KU because is KU more the cosmopolitan campus because it's closer to Kansas City? Yeah, it's right outside Kansas City. Literally right. Okay. I mean, it's in the Kansas City metro area. Like Provo. Yeah. Lawrence. Okay. All right. Exactly. That's what like I that. thought. Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence. It's also a, it's pretty it's close. Also a small it's, it's, town. It's, it's, it's in the metro area. Yeah. It's in Kansas City. <laughs> well, well, I've been no, there. It is, it's like 20 minutes so away from I. Kansas yeah, City. But it's yeah. Like, yeah. like you said, it's like right. it's in the it's, metro It's not, it's in the it's metro not that far area. outside. But it's still a shitty small town. Excuse it's like me. Sandy, no. Utah. It no, true. No, yeah. but it would be like uh, uh, other, it would be like uh, you know, what's other... it called? Where do you live? I live in me? Pleasant Grove. Yeah, it would be like Pleasant Grove. Are you talking to me or Brent? You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pleasant Grove. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, Utah. But my point is, it's not isolated. Like. Kansas State is isolated. You, you go yes. through right, nothing. <laughs> well, it's, okay, it's the only well, show in town. Well, let's 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 tie it up in uh, the Big Twelve country. Who's the best team in the Big Twelve right now? Texas. Yeah, by far. Without, I without mean, a question. Is there a question on that? The top three yeah. team. <laughs> I think I think a lot of the other teams that were kind of beatable still, like Texas Tech's been a real disappointment. Oklahoma State. Baylor, all of them have been disappointments. Baylor got crushed yesterday again. By Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's just the same old story for them. Um, let's see, any other games stand out in any of the other conferences like uh, SEC? Alabama Old Miss. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, Alabama yeah, finally played their bro. first complete game. Florida State Clemson. Yeah, Killed my bets. Thanks, How Clemson. Bro? How about that kicker? Yeah. Holy smokes. I bet he's uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. 25 yarder. I that, that blew my whole bet like very first game of the day. Just terrible. 
Don't you hate that on an eight-game parlay where you're going to retire? First game, and they should have won it in Clemson. All right, guys, so I want to transition to kind of a a feel-good story. Um, Something I found looking online here, and I just, you know, we talked a little bit last week about having positivity, and I started off this podcast being very positive, very calming, and very peaceful with stuff. So um, in Huntington, West Virginia, there's a lady, her name is Karen Collinsworth, 65 years old, about Carl's age. And this is around, uh, she works at a Starbucks at uh, Marshall University. And she's been there for quite some time. Um, she supervises, a, a, obviously, a very youthful staff. Um, she's been working there since 1976 at this Starbucks. So, um, Basically, let me see if I can find here. She she loves working there, her reputation, she's happy, blah, 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 all that stuff. But um, she's been having a lot of problems with the car in the past. Her battery wouldn't start. Neighbors were having to give her a jump start to go into work, stuff like that. Um, She actually had car problems the day, um, ever since a lot of these people have known her. But Karen doesn't talk about it. She keeps showing up to work, feeling good, being happy, and all that. One day, she came into work, and she was like, yeah, uh, somebody stole my catalytic converter last night in my car. (laughs) So somebody took the catalytic converter from her car. Well, these employees that absolutely look up to this lady, she's been almost like a second mom to a lot of these people, they decided to send up on face set up on Facebook a a GoFundMe account for this lady who lost her catalytic converter. They raised forty thousand dollars for her. Nice. That's the original awesome. goal was ten thousand dollars. They wanted to kind of give her a car, and through the help of everybody and positivity, they raised forty thousand dollars to give to her. That's great. Uh, That's which, so cool. Yeah, which yeah. she blew. Yeah. And of course, she That's blew a- it on hookers and cream cheese. But what an amazing, <laughs> amazing story! You know, like catalytic converter theft is the real deal, man. It was all over the place. It does. You know it why? That okay. copper. It's copper. Platinum. No, it's a cat. No, is it platinum? Yeah, yeah. There's in the filter. There's. Sean's right. There's the, the platinum, but there's also some other metals that. So refab places would give like three or four hundred bucks if a thief brings one of those in. Yeah, and they can they can and take they clip it. From it. Underneath they they just go in and clip. They get underneath. They clip. They clip. They clip. They clip and pull the whole chunk out. Less than two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's so graduate in Arizona you, of, of Huntington, West Virginia. You know, yeah, Marshall University. Great, great. job. Yeah. Good job. In Arizona, if you're gonna awesome. so in a catalytic converter, you have to register. Like you're buying, uh, um, like you're buying cold medicine. You have to give your license to the uh, scrapyard, and that's cut. That's cut that down a lot. But mm-hmm. all they got to do now is drive mm-hmm. down to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you remember, but there was a period there back in early 2000s where people were stealing air conditioning coils out of AC yeah. units oh, yeah. and copper, copper. here. Here in the South, yeah, that's the copper and so and so like 
so in the south you find units outside of homes They're, they sit outside the house like my house on the outside has a big heating and ac box that is right on my lawn and and that's Same how too. it typically is it, oh is it like yeah. that there because i know growing up we had it up on the roof with the swamp cooler remember that <laughs> right yeah. well the the central air is different <laughs> west valley man yeah, yeah. you, you got to keep it up there baby yeah. in west valley you got to keep it I, off the ground and the hood I can remember in the old neighborhood <laughs> playing, you know, you'd have to go up on top of the roof and you'd have to fix the the water and, you know, put the little shredded wheat inside of the AC, well, the, the little cooling panels balls. and stuff. And then, yeah, blow that liquid. We, we, we had one of those swamp coolers and I remember coming upstairs. It didn't do crap as far as as really cooling off the house. You'd come in and yeah, you'd one sit vent. under it for a few yes, minutes. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. And you sweat and then water. You sweat like crazy. You. you just put your hands up on it like this. Oh, yeah. Feels like you're walking into a zoo for a second. Yeah. Anyway. But we didn't know any better. I mean, that no. was that was the way you'd cool things off, you know? And then and then Central Air came about. Oh, my God. That was lovely, wasn't it? Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Did anybody invention. in our old neighborhood have Central Air? Yeah. My parents got it later on. Uh, I was wondering if the guns had it or someone with some. I don't remember any of us having it as kids. I don't think anybody no. had it when we were Supposedly, kids. we were the richest family in the ward, but uh, no, we didn't have central air. We couldn't afford it. <laughs> that was. I, I mean, I just wondered if anybody did. I mean, I heard about it before I left on my mission in 89. And then when I was out, one of my first areas, I mean, it's humid and Philly and nasty. If you have a, you can't have a swamp cooler out there. No, it I just mean, makes it more human. Can you imagine adding extra humidity to the inside of your home? <laughs> well, well, Carl, when when you've got to have a payroll of a butler, a limo driver, plus the limousine and the helicopter uh, that you've got out back, you do have to make some sacrifices. Yeah, we did sacrifice no central air. <laughs> <laughs> just the swamp cooler. <laughs> so speaking of old and sweaty. Mm-hmm. I have kind of a sensitive subject I want to bring up with you guys because, let's face it, we are and, and a lot of our listeners are kind of hitting that age where we're within 10 to 15 years of retirement. Kind of a scary what? thought, you know? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> it's, so I, I, I have... I have two questions on this. Number one, mm-hmm. what do we do? Like, what can we do right now to prepare for that? And two, by the time we hit that age, we've seen, you know, people working later and later and later in life. Eat you know, more, 62 eat more used to be so the norm. You don't make it to 62. <laughs> I mean, that might be one, one way 62 out. used to be the norm. 65 now kind of seems to be it. Where, where is it going to be when we hit that age is it going to be a 65 is it going to be a 70 is there going to be social security available is there you know when we're giving billions and billions to a foreign country that money's coming from somewhere well can you tell me what the u.s currency is going to be valued at in 10 years from today will we have a u.s currency are we gonna have a yeah that's a that's a really good question Right, Sean? Yeah, I mean, 
right now and the so, Chinese are so, positioning themselves to take over the world currency, you know, and and they they've been buying gold like uh, crazy people for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is everybody knows gold and property. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that's it's a scary idea. It's a scary you, idea. You and by the way, I'm pretty sure the the retirement well, age bring... is 70 for us as far as being able to collect a full portion of social is security. Really? Yeah. Well, Brent, you bring up a you bring up a good question. So, um I I I remember when in it was not too long ago when I first, you know, we first got married and I, we talked to a financial planning group. Um, they wanted to sell us some insurance program that would be worth all a zillion dollars by the time we're 70. Uh, the, you know, it's one of those things you go back and go, man, I wish I would have continued to do that. But, uh, but it's hard. It Mark's, Mark's brother, I think was the one Darren, Darren? Uh, yeah. went through that. But here's the thing. I mean, back then they told me, oh, you need about a million dollars to retire. Yeah. I mean, put put away 10% of your check, you know, all that stuff. It and it's it's hard. When you got kids and you put that stuff in the savings, that stuff's going to come right back out. That that's the reality of things, you know, because you got to take care of your family, you got to take care of your kids and stuff. So That's true. That savings through the 20 plus years of raising kids there's no savings inside of there and suddenly we get to this age right now where we don't have a nickel built up you know initial plan may be well you know what i'm gonna sell my house sit on it should get pretty good chunk of change on it and you know i got some stock well stock market is a fucking tank hole (laughs) tell you that right now i i've been in stocks for years and years it's been rough rough my house is improving it's like in value. Going to Vegas, huh? It is. It's it's exactly like going to Vegas, and and same with my house. My house is increasing in value. Who's to say though that in 15, 18 years it's going to continue to increase in value? And not only is my house increasing in value, but every other house in the world is increasing in value. So what would I be able to buy into if I sold my house? Well, so, do you realize that in the this is this is pretty serious though, guys. In the United States, the average number of workers has been decreasing on a yearly basis for almost ten years now, and that's going to continue because the baby boom generation, once they manage to die off, and I hate to say it that way because you know we love some of those guys, but once they're gone, it's not going to get any better. The average the average number of children American women are having now is less than two. Um, it's like 1.7. You can't sustain a population unless you hit 2.1. Um, this is going to get worse, not better. Well, you, uh, Europe well, is already in that place. Not Italy to sound is, mean on population. Worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Europe, Europe's already. They're Japan, already in a same thing. bad place, Japan, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sean, if you're right about the Russians and Chinese kind of conniving to steal, well, I mean, the reason that's a big deal, BRICS, I mean, let's just make sure most of the audience understands, some of the younger audience may not. BRICS is a retaliation against American superiority with the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is the dollar that's traded 
internationally for the world now yeah. the chinese and the russians yeah and the chinese and the russians are already brokering deals with saudi arabia and and if and if our and if if petroleum starts being traded outside the u.s dollar prices are going up here in the united states wait a minute though could that be why they want energy sufficient vehicles <gasps> So they can maintain the dollar as the general currency? No, they. I thought uh, this is for the environment. I thought it's for environment. I don't know, I, I don't know man. I, I get confused. I get told different things all the time, right? It's <laughs> whatever the Democrats at the moment want to say that the problem is. That's what the problem as is. As Sean has said a billion times, follow the money. That's the money right there, and that's the reason. Well. Obviously, That's my favorite thing that, when everybody I think, says. I think the Russians are a little pissed off that. When everybody says, Sean, what did Sean say? That's the best. <laughs> well, I, I think the other problem we'll is right shirt. now. Well, you get a I mean, shirt that okay, says that. <laughs> well, if you're, the Chinese, if you're the Chinese and Russians, guys, and you've got a Democratic President Biden who doesn't seem like he's that ferocious but the u.s policy has been pretty aggressive against both of those countries i mean supporting ukraine through that whole war uh i mean you you can have i mean you can be empathetic to ukraine but still wonder why we're so evolved and then this whole thing with uh taiwan i mean okay taiwan's a nice little country that gives us uh computer chips but how long have we been saying this well, why do we defend Taiwan? The last 20 years, because they provide us computer chips. When in the hell is someone going to get intelligent enough in the United States that we do our own damn computer chips? We actually make why most of our computer Taiwan? chips in the United well, States. Well, there's a lot. That's why I think I think it's BS. <clears throat> not yet. Not yet. Do you want to hear an interesting Taiwan fact? Taiwan is still the biggest. You know what happened uh, this last up. month? So. Mm-hmm. Um, so this last month. On topic? Is the first time, well, <laughs> this last month is the first time in about 35 years that China has not been our number one importer of product. You want to take a guess who is now? Yeah. Oh. Mexico. Mexico has Mexico? overtaken China. Mexico okay. is? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, okay, now, that's not surprising. I've always are, wondered. I now, heard are that, we are I, we talking like consumables, or are we talking people? All imported products coming into the United States, China for years has dominated that. Um, now, the president who started to make a change in that was Trump, and Trump started a lot of the mm. tariffs, and because Trump's policy was he wanted everything not to go to Mexico but to come to the United States and build U.S. manufacturing again, which he was successful with doing his first two years in the presidency. Since that time, though, and having an open border policy and everything in place, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing to have Mexico be our number one importer. Yeah, um, no, it's not. I think actually it's a lot better than having it's, it's good. China. No, it is yeah. But it is a shift in kind of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, good I, I think I think it's getting dangerous. I mean, uh, I, I think things are getting a little. I mean, 
internationally, we've been able to do whatever we want for the last 30, 40 years. But 70, I think, 80 years. <laughs> yeah. I, I think things are heating up, though. I mean, I'm like this last week, they're talking about resurrecting all the nuclear uh, testing facilities in China, Russia, and the United States. Uh, I mean, that's pretty serious when it gets to that point. And so, I don't know, guys. So, if we're talking about retirement in 20 years, <laughs> how much money are you going to need? Do you need a bunker on top of that, plus a little mini farm so you can feed your family? I mean, how much money is going to be enough? That's the question. And even on top of that, what kind of jobs can people over 50 expect to be working? Um, I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, we won't get into details today, but uh, it's it's hyper-competitive in tech, and anybody over the age of 45 can, if you don't have a position locked down, um, you might as well forget it um, well, because they don't want you. Let's let's be honest. In in ten years, the tech industry isn't going to be what it is today with AI and and all sure. kinds of this stuff coming out. You know, which is another threat to human work itself. Um, yeah, it'll and evolve. The last thing that we want, and 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 maybe some of the younger people will hate to Probably hear this, true. but the last thing that we want is a society where the government takes care of the people that cannot uh, happen mm-mm. at any cost. Well, they're doing their well, best to try to set the, it up that right, way. Man. And that's the sad thing. Yep. Oh, they can keep power that way. No, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> Which is funny. And the people running the show are older than we are. <clears throat> so, so what could like, so, Sean, what are some things you've done? Because you've been, you know, I, I consider you kind of financially good. <laughs> Better than I am. Uh, I'm all right. Um, you know, I mean, so, you know, there's a lot of things that are, I mean, that's really hard because they've made the, the, the laws so complex as far as trying to save money and, you know, the, so like um, 401ks, 401ks are there to try to, you know, help people save money because pensions aren't there anymore. Um, but as you know, you know, 401ks are pre-tax, but um, the the politicians keep doing things like nailing people on their taxes uh, when they try to pull money out of things like 401k. And so if you're paying more on taxes when you pull your money out than before when it was a payroll tax what was the point of the 401k if it didn't mature well and the way that 401ks mature well are through the stock market so you know it's a it's an up and down thing and it's 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 hard and then you have the politicians again um creating uh class wars where uh they get people pissed off about things like uh oil companies making a lot of money well guess what your 401k is invested in that oil company's profits and if you do things like change the laws to prevent the oil companies from making money you just screwed your 401k retirement congratulations I mean, it's it's just true. 
it's it's very frustrating and then you know it's just that's it's hard it's really really hard to get your way around all the complicated um, financial laws in this country and the reason why they're complicated is because it gives the politicians power i've been an advocate for a very long time about something called the fair tax uh, system and if anybody is interested, right. I know that it's a difficult thing for some people to read about because it's not exciting. It's not exciting like, uh, you know, keeping up with uh, the Kardashians. But if you want to learn something about tax policy, go read about the fair tax. Go to fairtax.org and it'll open your mind a lot about uh, how taxes are uh, levied right now versus what uh they could be and it would save people so much money and it would also take power away from the politicians yeah you know you think about like 20 25 years ago we were being taxed at about 30 to 32 percent and today we're taxed at 50 percent half of our check goes to taxes could you imagine what you could do with that extra 20 percent of your income I mean, that right there to put into a savings itself, you know, an incredible amount. You know, you, you, I mean, you could, homes, cars, everything like that. And and if you don't think that by the time we become 60 and 65, it's probably even going to be more. Like Sean well, said, well, a fair tax yeah. is, is, well, not, not only that, but if you get into, um, what about when, uh, and 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 this is an unpleasant part of this, but uh, when your parents pass away and and uh, half of whatever they owned gets taxed, fifty percent of death tax, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And and off of and money that's already been taxed. It's already been taxed. It's already so, been taxed. So uh-huh. supposedly <laughs> there's no double taxation. That's bullshit. That is such bull. absolute bullshit. Well, you know why they get away with it is because they, nobody can do anything. Worried. That's why people, well, people are too that, worried about the Kardashians they, and don't pay attention to stuff. That's why, Carl. Well, we've got okay. One of the things I feel like we've gone away from cash. No one uses checks anymore. I mean, like with with you know. The only reason you know you have money is you can walk in with your card and someone takes your card and approves your transaction and oh okay that, all of that a doesn't I've mean you have money. Uh, okay, no, I know, but a lot of the younger generation that's how they're being conditioned. It's like it's points, it's like you know, it's like a video game. Yeah. It's points. Yeah, it's like a that's video all you game. have. Exactly right. right. How many credits do I have? Yeah, exactly credits. Yeah, and and because they don't have to pay those credits out every page after every paycheck sean like a self-employed person does quarterly i think because you don't have to write the check and and there's other ways they're getting you too and, and this is what the younger generation needs to understand we need and maybe we be, need to be better at effectively teaching them this you're getting nickel and dimed on everything like your cell phone bill your internet bill um every time you use your uh, credit card uh every time you go to the gas station I mean, there's 12 different taxes that are levied against uh, taxes like, yeah, there's 12 different taxes that are levied against Mm -hmm. uh, phones. If you go into your phone bill and you see uh, 
urban uh, some revitalization Local. fee and blah 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 blah. There's like twelve different Operator. things, and they call them fees, but they don't call them taxes. That's and these terrible. fees that are there's fees that are on there that are from right. that have been running since the '60s <clears throat> that were implemented to help run uh, really old two uh, two prong wiring across uh, uh, rural areas for farmers that tax is still in place, you know? And so it's, it's so bad guys. The, the, the tax system is so bad, by well, the way, here, I have one question, thing guys. to say, we, you know, you're talking about everybody using their debit cards now versus cash. And we talked a little bit about, uh, a couple weeks ago about how tipping has got out of control. I figured out a way to get away from that. And it was by accident. And I had, but I had this, oh. what's it called? It, start paying in cash because you don't get asked yeah you don't get asked for the 10 15 but, 20 25 percent tip but you know you know but you Sean, know what, what happens when do? i go to you those places no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just hit no yeah yeah no but but there's that I, pressure I mean, oh i found something else out can they I, don't accept can cash I, can i tell you one more thing apparently some uh employee sure. yours yeah. um in in okay so carl you worked in the restaurant industry so people who work in the in, in the restaurant industry as servers i don't know about others but as servers they get paid a lot of them like two bucks an hour and then their tips make up for the rest of it right and some yep. of them make good money okay some of these yeah, uh, exactly. places that are allowing their employees to take tips now through uh the uh through the debit system some of those employers are now cutting their employee uh pay back and they're uh using the tips that people are giving them now to pay them instead of a salary uh -huh. so these people have have manipulated that it, to to increase their own profit margins which to their advantage i mean i i i'm i'm uh -huh. a capitalist i believe in making as much money as you can but i think that that's a chicken shit way to 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 increase your margins by screwing your employees by manipulating the customers to start in the in an industry that in the past has never been reliant on tips so that's just my if people want to get me excited well let's can, let's, mm. let's be frank not all the snake not all the snakes in the grass are in government they're everywhere i mean let's be fair everybody there are a lot of people, they're just bad people in the world, and they're looking to take advantage of other people, period. Most of them are from Provo. Walk of life. So and... it's just not some conspiracy. <laughs> but <laughs> but let, let's, here, let's yeah. also be honest, though, too. If our tax laws were favorable towards the smaller businesses and towards us as American citizens, we wouldn't find other people. Well, let me take that back because we would find it in every segment, but I don't think it would be as rampant as what we find in today's society. Well, it's just like the last few episodes we've had. The, the, our culture's sick. I mean, I, that's the best way to put it. Um, we've, we've lost our American values. We really have. Hold and... on. Let me, let me stop you there, Carl. Okay. All right. The reported media culture vision of America is sick. Okay. Well, there's yeah, you're right. There I don't think I don't think generally when I walk down the street and stuff, I think mm -hmm. 
Americans care about other people. I think Americans well, care about values, but okay. it's this Let's push put it this way. that we We've have. We've lost our way, Brent, because of a lack of leadership. Your, your I won't disagree with that ago, one bit. Your story a minute ago proves that people still care about each other by getting this woman... You know, right. Yeah, I, I, you're that. right, Brent. There are people that care about each other. I think the vast majority of people do, but what you are saying correct is correct, Carl, that our leadership has failed drastically. Miserable. And yeah. and look, I I make it no secret that I feel this president and his cabinet have been the absolute worst in the history of our country and has done oh, more terrible. to tear down our country more and more each and every day. And and so I I hope that with the elections we get a change. I'm not optimistic about it. Well, I mean, we've been talking about well, we've been talking about really important subjects for our age, right? Uh in the next 20 years, if we don't do anything about where things are going currently, then this talk about planning for retirement, the talk about where you know, what our lives are going to be like could be for nothing if we don't stand up and take accountability with our peers and other people that we associate network with and say, hey, this is it. We're done. You guys take some time this election and really pick people that are going to make a change instead of just clicking on the ballot box because someone on Facebook says this guy sucks or this guy's cool. Take some time and really think about what kind of choice you're making this year. Yeah, when because well, it, it matters. When it has matter. it been that people haven't been saying that though? And and the I change know. isn't going to come from us, Carl and Sean. Well, and no, most you know what? I, well, what the the change hear, is going to come though is is from your kids, Carl and kids. Sean's but, but Brent, kids and my Brent, kids because hear, they are I, that next group coming in. But here's what I've been hearing the last few elections from just mumbling and grumbling. My my vote's not going to make it, is going to matter. I don't listen to politics anymore. I don't listen to current events anymore. I hear that over and over from our generation. Like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter who I vote for. It does matter who you vote for. It does matter that you're not paying attention. And you really need to wake up because you're like a darn crab in a hot pot that's being churned up slowly, higher and higher, and pretty soon you're going to be that 60-year-old person uh, making 150 k a year living in a freaking mobile home because you can't afford to do anything else and watch TV 24-7. That's your life. And that's because, you know, it's not because you're not trying. Or the comment of, well, your vote for an independent party is a vote for the X party, you know, who yeah, they absolutely. hate, you know. Absolutely. No, well, if more people, my vote's always going to be for who I think opinion. is the best person. <laughs> well, exactly, Brent. If more people would vote for that damn it third party candidate, then the two parties wouldn't dominate the, the 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 conversation and control this country. And that's what we need. We need to shake up. We need to make a difference. People our age need to wake up and get active in politics, and and take it away from the boomers. And show these younger generations how to do it right. But our generation hasn't done that yet. Get off my lawn. What this administration has done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, well, I'm a little passionate this morning. I'm just well, tired of the 
what, what this generation is what this administration has done that no other administration has done is is revoked free speech and people That's who want list. to speak against what this agenda is you are crucified you're crucified from the look at russell brand right now okay i, I don't yeah. know if you know what's going on with him he's being accused of sexual assault an absolute bullshit charge that is drummed up from the media the media that is now trying to pull his voice up because i don't know if our listeners have listened to russell brand no he's good very good he's very insightful he's very he, he understands what he is talking about a man who's completely changed his life who was a drug addict he admits to it he owns up to it he overcame that he was in a in a a very difficult and he changed the way that he's thinking and and has left hollywood basically left that lifestyle and has devoted his time towards trying to make a difference in our country and exposing the weaknesses that are brought about by the media and you know what he started to make a change and guess what happened (laughs) shut him down He's deleted. Destroying like a Joe him. Rogan. You know, like, I mean, it's just they couldn't, insane. They couldn't take him down, though. They couldn't take him down. He was too big. Rogan. You know why? It's because, because of this he fought media. back. Yeah. It's because of this format. You can't, it's very difficult to shut down podcasting. And the reason it is, is because it's not controlled by one company or, or several companies. YouTube doesn't control podcasting. Spotify doesn't control podcasting. It's an independent forum. And, you know, okay, you cut me off on Spotify, I'll go somewhere else. And and if I market online the right way, my message is still going to get out. People are going to still hear me. And Joe Rogan knows that. And, yeah. uh, and, and I think Russell Brand will be okay. I really do. I just think that... He's um, been shut down. He's been silent. On YouTube. On YouTube. He's had to But be. not on yeah. Rumble. Uh, he's still on Rumble. And he's still on yeah. a lot of the podcast channels. If you look, so you know what people too, you, you can't be lazy. That that's probably, I mean, that's kind of what our culture tries to create. It tries to create this lazy thinking where, okay, I get my news from this source and that's the only one I really need or I are, or it's your agenda. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, that's where we need to be smarter than, than the, than the media or those people trying to tell us what to think is we need to think outside the box and go, okay, how am I going to get my information that I know is true? Or at least I can verify independently if it's true or not. And then, it's improving. And then be smarter than those people trying to – yeah. What's that, Sean? It's, I, think, I think for the most part that kind of stuff is improving. People are um, – and I think the younger generation is mm-hmm. doing a decent job of being able they to figure out smarter. that the and, – and you know who – uh, one of the people who kind of started that thing with the younger generation is, take a guess. Well, my opinion of it is, he's an old he's an old doctor, old doctor. Hmm. Doctor Ruth. Doctor Ron Paul. Dr. Ruth. Yeah, she's influential in my life. <laughs> hey, how about Rand Paul? Did you guys see Rand Paul this week? In his bathroom? No, yeah, that was he, awesome. He, so, no, I you know, know. Wait, 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 wait. What yeah. doctor are you talking about, Sean? I, Brad, I said. On, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Sean. Doctor, he said Dr. Ron Paul. Dr. Ron oh, Paul. Ron Paul, okay. Yeah. 
he yeah. he got in and he yeah. really uh, influenced yeah. a so, lot of the the younger college generation <laughs> a few years ago, and that has stuck with quite a few of them. So I I really hope that 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 will continue. But his son Rand Paul went to Congress in a bathroom. I love Rand Paul, man. Yeah, because because the Democratic Congress passed the rule for Fetterman, this freaking stupid piece of shit, who wears a hoodie and shorts, gym shorts and tennis shoes with no socks. So they passed a rule that there's no dress code. So Rand Paul shows up in his room, slippers, <laughs> his hair all over the place. It's like, hey... Oh, is that a vote this morning? Uh, Dude. Let me get my rubber ducky out. <laughs> Dude, it was great. I love Rand Paul. Great. I really Sitting do, on man. the Capitol that guy's, steps. That guy's, I wish he would run. He would be a good He, he did. He ran last time. You know, he just. He's too libertarian. I, I, I You know, There's what, no what it is, thing, is, is his message is too strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, 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 and I with what Sean's saying. I think his message is too good that corporations are not going to back him with the funding that you need to become a president. Well, That's I the think the line. other problem was Trump was running in that election, and 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 Trump kind of overpowers pretty much everybody. So that uh, unfortunately, you know, there were a good couple of good candidates in that 2016 besides Jeb Bush and Donald Trump, and it's unfortunate. But I wish. Uh, Wish fate would have turned out a little differently. But I thought anyway. Huntsman. I thought Huntsman was a good candidate. I like that guy. He's he's a Democrat, but that's okay. <laughs> um, in closing, guys, uh, you know, last week, um, Carl played a video, and I at the time, you know, it was the first time I'd seen it. I think it was the first time Sean had seen it. Also, um, we didn't realize the severity of of what had happened in the aftermath of that. And we find out that it was a retired police officer who was killed, murdered, uh, cold-blooded murder, um, an innocent human being, a human being just like the rest of us, just enjoying a bike ride outside, trying to, you know, get outdoors, you know, do his exercise routine, a man who was married, who had a family, um, whose life was tragically taken about with two teenagers who have absolutely no remorse. I believe one of the comments from one of them was, well, we'll be out of here in 30 days because we're underage. You watch. And uh, so, I, I, yeah. I, I applaud the Las Vegas DA for making them be tried as adults. Amen. I cannot That's think of a more... Need. A more ruthless crime to kill an innocent human being picked out randomly like and that. Yeah, I'm hoping randomly exactly, and and I yeah. hope that what happens in this will set a precedent to try and stop copycatters or others who, you know, as you mentioned last week, Carl, something went fundamentally wrong with these two where it was what happened i i think Whoa. even the the family or the mother was like blew it off like it was nothing at all you know it's just sickening absolutely well, sickening. and this is this is where you can make a fundamental difference if you engage as a voter because in, in the past i mean i'll be honest 
I never really paid attention to who was running for district attorney in Salt Lake. I mean, I really didn't give a rat's ass, to be honest. Um, it makes a difference, San Francisco. It makes a yeah. difference, San Francisco. Yeah. Chicago. It makes a huge difference. You know, you're afraid to walk on the street. Why? Because your DA has been uh, the DA that you voted for, that had the nice commercials that George Soros paid for. Yeah, that guy, he doesn't give a shit. He's, he's going to let these guys walk. Why? Because they have an agenda. That's why you need to vote for the guy that doesn't look as put together. And maybe his message is more clear or better. Um, he's not funded by... Uh, and this goes both sides. Uh, I mean, money. the Kosh brothers, if he's being funded by the Kosh brothers, walk away from that guy. He's not your guy. Yeah. He's, he's bought and paid for yeah. by the establishment. It's time to work against the establishment. You need to pay attention. Hyper-drive. You need to wake up. You need to do some research. Yeah, it's it's time I'm to. Sorry, kick in. you know, I know we're busy kick. enough in our in our average. Well, you know, Carl, everybody's working hard, yeah. but uh, I got to tell you, and I said it just a few minutes ago, but if 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 people can pull back a little bit on the amount of uh, energy that they're putting into understanding. Uh, pop culture and all of that other stuff you're gonna learn a lot about life reality tv yeah yeah, yeah. reality tv get into your own reality yeah you know reject all that other crap get off my lawn damn it <laughs> yes sorry we got a little intense here at the end uh at least i did i i'm uh, a little fired up this week so i'm ready to, Passion, ready to fight some it. other areas too i love yeah. it all right, go guys. Gophers, hey, great go Utes. Uh, love you guys. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. The next week, uh, we, we're going to uh, actually talk to a, uh, it's going to be an entrepreneur that uh, is developing another social media source. So this should be interesting. And uh, nice. we're excited about talking to these guys. They're Ooh. called Beanstalk. Ooh, so I want to sign up. We'll get into more details uh, this yeah, week. Man. All right, guys. <laughs> Great anyway. show, guys. Thank you, listeners. Love you we both. really appreciate you all. Thank you very much. Yeah. Take care, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Three Dad Bods, and make sure to catch their past episodes on Spotify, Apple, and Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure and leave a comment to help stroke their fragile egos. <laughs>